Hey, we in. Yo, yo, yo. What up? What's going on? I feel like I do that a lot for some reason. What? I jump into like, what's going on? The beginning of episodes. Do you? Sometimes. Sometimes. I, I can't I've think of a single time that you've I've done I've definitely that. done it before. Go back and watch I know that, like, Go back and watch every episode. I'm sure I've done I know it. that every time that we take a break and then you come back and then you say- We back and we, we back, back and we back. You always do that. Because I can't say the words we back without doing it. It's True. hardwired into my being. Mm. Yep. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Chris and Kyle Show. Spoilers for the poll winning episode. And let me just say, I'm so proud of you. I just, you know, I just thought that John Wick was going to blow, just win in a landslide. I know. It didn't it's win. Super surprising. It didn't. One vote separated the, the poll. That's crazy. Which means that. So thank you to all one three of you voted, voted for Booksmart and zero people <laughs> voted for John Wick. Yeah. yeah. It was a very tight race. And we're doing Booksmart. And I'm super happy about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I still haven't seen uh, John Wick 3. John Wick 2 You haven't seen 2 or 3, so. yeah. Uh, You're behind the eight ball on that. Which also, I mean. Mini spoiler, John Wick 3 is great. Go see it. But Booksmart's better, in my opinion. And I've seen them both. And you All right. I th- we, we kind of uh, already like semi-blew our load on this one. because we, Too we hype. Because after we got out of the theater, like we just, just started rampantly talking about it. Too hype. Um, so for those who we both enjoyed it. Yeah. We both for enjoyed those who it. don't know, this is Olivia Wilde's directorial debut. Very exciting. Um, stars are named uh, Caitlin Dever and Beanie Feldstein are the two main stars. I was trying to figure out the whole time I was watching it where I know Caitlin Dever from, who played uh, Amy. And it's Short Term 12. She's oh, Short Term 12. And it. she's great in it. Yeah. When she's like younger. Mm. Um, yeah. So The other girl is in Lady Bird, right? Beanie Feldstein? Yes. Yes, she was in Lady Bird. Uh-huh. She's also in Neighbors 2. I don't think I ever saw Neighbors 2. No? Fun no, movie. I saw Neighbors. Neighbors is good. Yeah, she's in Ladybird. Had to double check. All right, so what's the story about? What's the story about? Yeah. Uh, it's about two girls who are graduating from high school and have spent their entire lives doing everything by the book, not breaking the rules, working hard at school to get into good colleges. And they find out, the inciting incident is that they find out that everyone around them mm-hmm has been fucking around and having fun and goofing off, but also got into good colleges. <laughs> is, it, is it too easy of a comp to say this is like the, the chick version of Superbad? I don't really know Superbad that well. No? I don't know if I've ever actually seen Superbad all the way through. I mean, it's... So you, I, I you can't have, answer your question. I don't know. You have two kind of nerdy high school individuals that are like trying to go out and party. Um, Jonah Hill and and like it's Jonah Hill and Christopher Michael Sarah. Oh, it's Michael Sarah. Uh, I just Mintz guessed one of it. the actors that would probably be in that movie. <laughs> Christopher Mintz is all, also in it. Oh, oh, he's Mc, he's McLovin. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. And um, then Seth Rogen and James Franco are also in it, right? I don't know. If, I don't think James Franco's in it. Seth Rogen is in it with Bill Hader. They Listen, play cops. I just assume that at but some James point James, James Franco, Franco shows up. He might be. He <laughs> might. He might like be in the background somewhere. Yeah. Who knows? Um, but no, it, it, Seth Rogen and Bill Hader both play, okay. play cops. That sounds like a good bit. Yeah. Okay. Do they smoke weed as cops? They do a lot of like uncoply shit. Okay. That's yeah. kind of the, yeah. the bit. They're yeah. like they start fucking with the the kids at first, and then cool. 
They cool, 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 cool. But uh, I don't know. I feel like it's an easy, uh, it's an easy comp. Um, I think is the the sense of humor seems different though. It's not as like this seems a little bit like raunchy. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, a Seth Rogen movie would be more raunchy. Uh-huh. This is a little bit more like it's like sharp, but it's also absurd. Like there's absurdist shit or surreal. Sorry, there's like surrealist shit going on. Mm-hmm. Like there's weird claymation breaks. Right. There's like a weird dance scene break. There's like yeah. random stuff that's thrown in that I love. True. It's not. It's not a hundred percent for sure. Yeah. Uh, the, the the same as super bad. Okay. But it definitely like. It has that feel of improvisational comedy. Yeah. It has, you know, it ha- it blends that really well with like just a, a, a strong emotional feels, and you mm-hmm. know, obviously like so there's two nerdy high school kids that are trying to live up one of their their uh, last days in high school. Um, yeah, I fucking really like this movie, man. It's so good. Um, so freaking good. What, to you, to you, what what is your favorite part of the movie? My favorite part of the whole movie. Hmm. I think it's the scene when they get to the party. And there's lots of little moments within that scene. Uh-huh. And I think like um, the parts that really stand out to me, like like the, the, so many of the, the beats of that scene hit so well. So like um, the part where Amy is doing karaoke and kind of comes out of her shell, right. like that was like a huge like surge of emotion for me in that scene. Um, I love like the, the sort of dodging of the expectations of Molly being really good at flirting with the hot dude. I forget his name. Um, I like the, then there's like, then there's like the instant heartbreak of the scene and it gets into the, the ultimate like low point of the movie is the sort of the climax of that scene. I think that scene as a whole is my favorite part. The movie, the, the movie itself, like just continually subverts your expectations. Mm -hmm. Like just like within every scene, you think that it's going to go one way and then like they, they subvert it in a way that just, it seems natural and more realistic, you know, like, well, like even the plot, like, like, wasn't what I was expecting when we when we get into like the the second act of the movie and I was like oh we're gonna we're gonna go to the party and they're gonna go through conflicts or whatever and at the end of the day we'll all be better for it instead they were like no we're gonna do like a weird party hop thing and there's gonna be like this weird thing with a pizza driver and there you know Jason Sudeikis is gonna be their principal and an Uber drive like just like random stuff that I just wasn't expecting the route to go down and it right. but it, like you said it it makes complete sense mm-hmm. yeah. Um. It makes it complete sense until it doesn't like until like it, it gets like ridiculous, but it's ridiculous in a fun way. And like, what do you mean? A, like until they do drugs and have an acid trip, essentially accidentally. It was, do drugs. It's, it's <laughs> not. Yeah, it's not. Uh, it wasn't like an acid trip. It was ayahuasca. Yeah. Whatever um, it was. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a form of DMT. Yeah. But it's a, it's a hallucination. But it wasn't tea versioned. It was strawberry. It was laced on strawberry. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, I think, I mean, overall, like my favorite part of the movie, so you took it sort of like as scenes, like what scenes you like. My mm-hmm. favorite part, like the, the, the thing that I like the most about oh, this okay. movie. Oh, okay, that's what you meant. Um, is like the characters. I yeah, think the characters are really they're amazing. They're great. Characters. And I think the one of the best parts about it is that it's not just our lead characters. Like the, the way that the side characters are fleshed out so well and they're yeah. all their own character and they're yeah. not one-dimensional. Yeah. Even like... Even the ones that are clearly just archetypes are more than just their archetype. 
Yeah, like or at least like like they do things that you you don't expect. They get away things with that you don't expect. You know, like uh, the dude with the long hair. I don't. I don't oh my know his god, name. he's Eduardo Rivera. I think. Yeah, Eduardo never Rivera. being a dude. He's in commercials sometimes. I never want to see him have to be in a he's commercial in like again. One unless commercial. he's getting that huge bank for it, dog. He's in that weird Geico commercial where he like hugs that dude with the ball He's pit. Probably getting a fucking shit ton of money off that Geico commercial. Yeah, probably. But you know what? It's a fairly funny Geico commercial. You know what? I don't want to see him have to do commercials <laughs> anymore. That dude should be in like real shit. He's so good. He's yeah. so funny. He's good. We know him from American, American Vandal. Vandal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but like his character being like the being that sort of archetype of the the dude that has the hots for the teacher, Eduardo Franco. Franco. Eduardo Franco. Is he related to James <laughs> Franco? <laughs> I doubt it. Um, Twins reboot. <laughs> um, the, the, just the fact that he gets away with fucking the teacher is it's amazing. It's, it's so funny. The way he's practicing, like talking to her, is kills me. When he like shakes the drink, he's like, and then he's like, "You ever fucked a Mexican?" <laughs> it's so fucking funny. Yeah. Um. But yeah, just like, uh, and even the, uh, the, these like side characters, like the, the jock character yeah, that dude, he's flirting with Harry Potter. Molly is, uh, yeah, is in love with like the one that she has a crush on. Um, she's, he's like flirting with Harry, like with Harry Potter references mm-hmm. and fucking, and he's charming, you know, yeah, like he's, he, he's not like, he doesn't, his only like downside necessarily is, is that he's an idiot and that he doesn't really care about being the 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 vice president Pr- prince president of the school board or student yeah. government mm-hmm. yeah school board that'd be crazy um, yeah why he doesn't take it seriously which yeah. like makes complete sense <laughs> yeah why would he um fucking i don't know where i was going with that you were telling your favorite part of the movie and we were talking about the characters mm-hmm. and they were talking about how the characters aren't just their archetypes and it's kind of cool because like you brought this up on our walk home the first scene of this movie instantly introduces what six or seven characters yeah. flawlessly mm-hmm. and, and introduces them as their archetype more than yeah. anything else. And then as the movie goes on, they get fleshed out more and more. Yeah. And it's just like a really, um, a w- really well executed uh, piece of scene work and character work. Yeah. And it's, it's funny. Like it's, it's it, it just integrated really well. Like you never, like, it's not like a, a complete onslaught where you're like not being able to keep up with yep. all these different elements and the social dynamics that are there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was a really good scene. Like that, that scene, like really, I was like, Oh, okay. Like they're doing a good job here as far as introducing these characters. Yeah. Um, the character of Jared. Oh my God. It's probably like one of my favorite characters. Fuck in boy. The- <laughs> His okay. license plate says how, fuck boy. How fitting is it that the actor that played this dude was born in Palm Beach? Yeah, I saw that and I was like, <laughs> yeah, he was probably not even acting. Shout out 45 minutes away from our hometown. Apparently he's been like, uh, he's been a child actor for a while. Yeah, I recognized um, him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I looked it up after the movie of what I knew him from specifically, but now I forget. Um, yeah, talk, talk about what you love about the character of Jared, dude. Uh Okay, so like he is—he's playing this fuckboy, this uh, dude that's just like filthy rich, uh, and he's constantly going over the top to try and prove himself to others and get uh, affection from others, you know, um, and approval from others, and it—it it just doesn't work because it's so transparent, mm-hmm. and uh, he's just—he's a tryhard. He, yeah, he's a tryhard. But like the thing is, like when he's introduced in that first scene in the classroom, he's like. 
so unabashedly like he's just he's uh, smiling the yeah. entire time and then like like the the energy that he's putting out is so benevolent that i would like i just kind of instantly like was drawn into his character um because it's it's not like he's not full of himself in a way that like is like putting others down he's not doing that i don't think he is full of himself i think he he puts up a front that he thinks people want yeah when when on the inside he's actually like really insecure i mean wouldn't you say like in that way he's kind of narcissistic no because i I think he's he's, so i think he's doing what he thinks people like exactly but like in okay the, you can't... He's obsessed with being liked. He's not obsessed with himself. You're not obsessed with others' approval unless you are narcissistic. Huh? Like, like he's very self-centered. I, okay, wait. Do I not know what narcissism is? No, narcissism is, is, is like overly self-love, right? I thought, I thought narcissism but was more he, about being selfish. Than anything else. I, th- I, to me, I think that Jared's character, I, I don't think that narcissism always takes up like different kinds of forms. Mm-hmm. I think that like you can be a narcissist and also be a dick, which is, is not what he's doing. I just assume anyone who right. is a narcissist is a dick. I don't know. Because I, I think, think it has, he, I think it's a connotation of the word. It's like, well, it's like a perception of no, the word. No, like, uh, maybe it's not the actual, you're not going to get this reference. Maybe but, it's not the actual definition of what the word is, but I think it's the idea of what the word is. You're not going to get this, uh, this reference, but like, I would argue that even Jerry from Rick and Morty is a narcissist and he's like, uh, he's like the, uh, is he the epitome, dad? Well, he's like the epitome of a cuck. Like he's he, the dad. Yeah. He's the dad in Rick and Morty. Um, nailed it. But Jerry's re- just like a dad name. <laughs> but uh, re- regardless of like how you want to interpret yeah. uh, his character, uh, it's still good, and you're still yeah, getting great. that like. Um, th- I, I, there's, I, w- I would say that you would agree with this too that uh, that there is like something beyond that archetype that you pick up right away. Oh yeah, you can tell right away that he's not the front he's putting up. Mm-hmm. Um, his name is Skylar. Gisondo or Gisondo? I yeah. don't know. Is it Gif or Gif? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> um, By the way. And uh, the thing I knew him from, uh, he was in uh, uh, the, the Vacation movie, but I never saw that. But the thing I knew him from is he played Emma Stone's little brother in The Amazing Spider-Man. Or one of her little yeah. brothers. That's how Howard I, that's Stacey. What I, yeah, yeah, that's what I recognized him from. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, but like uh, I was just like really kind of like rooting for him the whole movie. Yeah, like, and also for sure. like sort of felt bad. One of so this is this one is one thing that gets me like in real life and in like stories or whatever. But like the idea of someone having a party and then no one showing up and then knowing showing up that's horrifying breaks my heart. That's scary. It breaks my heart. Like it's not as bad in this movie because he's like he he's a little bit older and he's like he's the one that's throwing the party. But like. Specifically, oh, like a, if a child is having a birthday party mm-hmm. and no one shows up to that birthday party, it breaks my fucking heart. Like That'd that is like really the the saddest, like I, I feel so bad about, like anytime mm-hmm. I think about that. like uh, One person showed up to his party on purpose. Which was like, 
So they're really huge. They're just really good friends. That's it, right? Like they're just yeah, basically. So he's Billy Billy really Lord's friends. character, uh, Carrie Fisher's daughter, who is like, she's the weirdest character in the movie. Mm-hmm. She's like completely nuts. But it also like there's like really good character work there and good writing there because Gigi. like the reason that they like, like he was friends with her was like completely because of loyalty. Yeah, absolutely. Like and even though she was a fucking nutcase, yeah. like she was incredibly loyal and protective. She snorts. Uh huh. Vitamins. <laughs> were they actually vitamins, though? I think so. Because they were Un- like, oh, un- it's Coke. Unless she told uh, him that, that, it was that it was vitamins, and he, and he just believes her because he's an idiot. Yeah. yeah. But he completely believes they're vitamins, which made me believe it. But it might be Coke. I, I was still like, oh, <laughs> I, I took it like, oh, he's an idiot. No, these are this is actual Coke. Yeah, maybe. Um, especially since she like was... Heavy doing drugs throughout yeah. the entire movie, um, but yeah, like it, it, it's it was a good reflection of like it, it, seeing you you get to see the good writing there as far as like the multiple layers of the characters as mm-hmm. well as the reflections of what he actually wants. And yeah, he wants he wants loyalty. He wants people to like actually understand who real he is. friends. But in order to, uh, to do that, like his his own ego is keeping him from actually being more vulnerable and sharing who he actually is to the world. That's why like his ultimate character character arc, like when it gets to that point where he's like, he just sits down with Molly and he's like, you know what? I really fucking, I love airplanes. Yeah. I, he's like, I just, I want to yeah. do something with airplanes. Yeah. <laughs> like like it, it, was, it was really it's sweet. Really sweet. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. There's so many side characters that we can dig into. Have you mentioned any of the screenwriters for this movie yet? I, feel I will like tell you right should, now. Because Susanna Fogel. Yeah. Emily Halpern, Sarah Haskins, and then it says specifically written by Katie Silberman. So yeah, they definitely need some credit. Oh, she wrote, was- she wrote Set It Up and Isn't It Romantic. Oh, okay. But this, uh, yeah, this movie was really well written. Um, mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. Like, I enjoyed the, the courage that the movie had to explore, like, kind of weird surrealistic things like yeah you said. it's like super the, fun the ayahuasca trip is just it's fun it's so ridiculous um <laughs> and out of nowhere i was like it happened and i was like what's going on yeah and it doesn't like it's and it's not like a like a 30 second bit like they they, no, they lean into it scene. they lean they, into they it lean into it yeah um and they use it as like a like the character <laughs> sings through it too like yeah. it's wild the way they're able to use it it's so good mm-hmm. We haven't even talked like Lisa Kudrow and Will Forte are the parents and they're hysterical <laughs> and they think that so How they, many they were know they actually in like two like two I think yeah they know that Amy is a lesbian <laughs> but they think that Mo- that her and Molly are dating and Molly is like runs with it because she thinks it's funny and she fucks with them <laughs> dude I oh my dude, god as funny as that scene was I felt so bad for Will Forte as a dad because he just, oh it was so he sad all of he was like time. I made all these treats and I named them all. <laughs> I love when really accomplished, usually comedy actors, play these kinds of roles. These like small mm-hmm. parent roles. Right. And it's not even always comedy actors, but it's like, like uh, Kyle Chandler is a good example of this too. Like someone who you expect to be the lead or a, or a big time supporting actor in something mm-hmm. and they just play a smaller role and they're a parent to our lead. Yeah. Something I love. And like... 
Yeah, I mean, Will Forte is made McGruber. Like you know, he's he's hit he's hit the peak. You know, <laughs> he's like a well. He doesn't have to do this shit. He doesn't have to do yeah, just man. do whatever he wants. He's Will Forte. Fuck around with his small roles. Yeah, he ain't got to do that. It's fucking McGruber. Lisa Kudrow literally never has to do anything if she doesn't want to. That man was in Beer Fest, dog. <laughs> <sighs> no, but they were really fun together. They're hysterical. That was, that was a really fun dynamic. Who else is a good? Uh, I think that's the major side characters that like have really strong arcs. Like Hope is another one because of like the relationship she forms with Amy, but she doesn't get developed a ton until like the very end of the movie, kind of. She's just kind of mean and then is at the party and then the almost sex scene happens and then she's like, oh, by the way, we have a lot in common. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Did, uh- oh, triple A. Yeah, kind of AAA was triple yeah, AAA. AAA was cool. Like I think she literally is credited as AAA. So that, um, like that, like subversion of expectations, like kind of uh, it, 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 like they, they use it in a way that actually kind of mimics the high school experience. I think mm-hmm. pretty well because like you're in high school, you're constantly kind of putting people into groups and assigning labels to them. Um, and like once you actually find out more about that person, like there's a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, to wh- what makes up who they are that you didn't expect. No one is um, ever just the thing they do. Right. Like, yeah. so like, I, I mean, I don't remember as many like rumors and shit like that going around high school. Like, do you remember like anyone being like a triple A? No. Like, I don't remember any like really harsh rumors like that, but like, I do remember like, okay, like they are this type of person, but also like, and then I am the last person who knows about anything rumors wise in any situation. <laughs> you barely like, I'm just oblivious. You barely knew anybody in high school. Like other than this, this is a running, this is a running gag of our lives and it's, it's okay. The, 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 like the, the, like if you, if you, if you dig into the reason why it's cause I, I went to a different, I didn't go to public school growing up. So, you know, until high school, I didn't know anyone basically. I knew 20 people at the school when I got there and then, because I was in band and I played football and I took a route of, you know, I was in the honors classes. Those are the only people I knew. So I didn't know people from AP or on level classes. And I didn't know people from like other clubs. That's the real reason it's like this, but it's funny because literally I don't know like half of the people we graduated right. with. It's just kind of silly, but there's a reason for it. Also, cause I'm antisocial and I never did anything. Well, you anyway. got anything else to say about Booksmart, man? Uh, I feel like probably, but we saw it like five days ago and we talked about it on the whole walk home and said a bunch of stuff uh-huh. that we should have recorded that instead of this. It's probably way better. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, maybe in terms of content. Yeah. But the sound would be awful. That's true. It'd be the sound. What if we got like a, like a, like a, Plexiglass, big circle. We could fit inside both of us. Oh, like a walking, like, like a, a like walking a mobile sound booth. Yeah, and then we like harness we're it up be, on our shoulders. We're gonna be like fucking uh, Danielson from Karate Kid when he goes to the when he goes to the dance and he's wearing the the shower curtain around him. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is uh, which was a, a dope little Halloween dance idea because he could just like dance with his boo and like have complete privacy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah, we could do that. 
We'll do that next time mm-hmm. we see a movie. We won't. That would be horrible. Um, wait. Who? Okay, so you said your favorite part was the characters. Yeah. Uh, who's your favorite character? Probably Jared. Yeah. Jared. Yeah. So, okay. So like, I, I, yeah, I definitely want to. I really enjoy Jared. My character. favorite character was Amy for sure, played by Caitlin Devers. Um, which surprised me. Like, like you. So right when we got out of the movie, you said that you had identified with. Yeah, her I identified with her super hardcore. Yeah. It's like the the insecurity things with her and the sort of being in a shell thing, I really related to that. And really? that's why the moment of the, the karaoke scene was like so almost euphoric feeling for me, like watching her just like be like, what, what's the song again? To you, them. you, you, you ought to know. <laughs> yo, yo, yo. <laughs> or as Kevin Malone would say, you, you. <laughs> Um, wait, so it was like, would you, do you think, uh, when you're, when you're, when you're talking about like, like feeling like boxed in, mm-hmm. like that was like mostly just, cause I didn't really like get, I was like, she's kind of dealing with, cause she was already out. She was already out of the closet. It wasn't about her sexuality. But it wasn't really her sexuality. It was about her personality. Like she, the only person she was herself with uh-huh. is Molly. Yeah. I, did, I just really didn't pick up on that like i yeah. immediately when i got out of the movie i was like molly is the the main character molly even is though definitely it's the main character mm-hmm. she's also kind of a bitch she is yeah she is but like she's the, the type of bitch who's gonna be somebody you know what i mean yeah like she's like i'm gonna be the youngest supreme court Dude, justice ever and i believe it let's talk about that uh the bathroom scene really quick so like okay but and so the, the I think this is a really good example of what the the movie does right as far as like in its relation to previous high school movies, mm-hmm. right? So like you've seen in Glee in every fucking high school movie that there's like uh, fucking kids, like mean jerky kids in a bathroom talking shit about another character and the character is in one oh, of the Oh, that stalls. bathroom scene. Yes, that bathroom Not scene. Not the sex bathroom scene. Not the sex bathroom scene. I'm talking about... There's, there's multiple bathroom when scenes. Molly <laughs> is in the bathroom. So yes, like, overhearing the kids being mean about her right, specifically. Right, and a majority of the time... And they're literally, they're, just, they're specifically talking about would you have sex with her? Yeah. Very, which is like, that would be a nightmare thing to overhear a conversation about. Now, like... If, if it went in the bad direction if they all were like yeah i'd fuck her she's hot then i guess that's fine <laughs> <laughs> um no but the in their weird co-ed but bathroom they're, but they're the not way. just talking about that they're talking about her personality yeah well it, and like it turns into that yeah he's like i he because he literally says yeah i'd have sex with her but i'd cover her personality with a bag yeah which is a brutal thing to say about yeah, somebody it's really fucked <laughs> yeah. up um that's sort of where the inciting incident starts is that scene of the it, movie. It is, it is. Yeah. Um, so b- before that moment, like the entire high school or their their class at least has uh, made a, a class-wide yeah. commitment to not tell anyone yeah, where they're going Yeah, there's a lot of woke... Okay, so this is another thing. Like there's a lot of wokeness in mm-hmm. this movie, but it works so well. It's right. not like pretentious. Right. It's like so like earnest feeling. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, it feels genuine. Yeah. And at least in this specific instance, it's... A plot device. In, um, in two ways. One, what you're talking about, they don't know where they're going to school because they don't want to make students going to less good schools feel bad about it. Right. Two, they're all, boys and girls are in the same bathroom because they have co-ed bathrooms that they've made. Right. Um, 
but uh, this scene, like, and like knowing that uh, going into this bathroom scene is like essential because mm-hmm. it gives more uh, reasonable reaction. It yeah. incites a more reasonable reaction for Molly to sort of freak out. Yeah, and she, she sort of know she, where everyone's she going. kind of has the superiority <clears throat> complex to her because <clears throat> she's like, I'm going to yell. Exactly, exactly. I'll, I'll get to that. So, <clears throat> like, the the scene starts off like any other scene where you have a group of jerks talking shit about someone who's in the stall, mm-hmm. uh, in, in the bathroom stall. One of which and is Eduardo Franco. Usually, I would say, like, a majority of the time that scene ends with those kids walking out and you know, like the girl crying, the the girl crying or, you know, whatever. Um, or like they storm out of the bathroom or whatever. Like it was done in Harry Potter in a way, but it wasn't in a bathroom scene. It was just them walking across the courtyard as Leviosa, not Leviosa and Hermione Granger just walks by crying. Right. Um, which is, is, it's not a a bad scene at all, but like, it's something that we've seen before for sure. But Booksmart does this where she, she strongly, fronts up, dog. She fucking fronts up. Comes out of the bathroom and is like, you know what? Fuck you guys, because I'm going to go to a good school. And then they subvert even that thing that they subverted, right? And like, and AAA is like, I'm also going to yell. Yeah. And that's when Molly breaks. She's like, literally, yeah. she's just going, what? Mm-hmm. What? She yeah. Michael Scott's it. No. Yeah. What? <laughs> no. <laughs> And then she asked the other dude, she's like, where are you going to school? And he's like, I'm going to go play soccer at Stanford. And she's like, Stan- Stanford University. <laughs> and then Eduardo Franco is like, oh, I'm not going to college, but I'm, get- I'm going to Google the code. <laughs> what does he say? It's uh, the it's- mid six figures. Salary, yeah. He's like, it's, but- <laughs> it's not uh it's not Apple, but you know, or whatever he says, but you know, mid six, mid six figure salary and the bennies are dope. <laughs> <laughs> um, Who apparently Eduardo Franco has apparently been held back like twice mm-hmm. based on later in the movie. Cause the teacher is like, you're 20, right? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah. um, but, uh, Yeah, it's just a really good job of subverting expectations and that scene just leads into the rest of the movie. It gives her um, this reason to go out and party. Um, That's why she wants to do it. She's like, we we didn't have fun because we didn't think we could have fun and be great, basically. She didn't didn't think they could have the best of both worlds. Mm -hmm. And you can. And it also like sort of gives a good reason as to why they might be disliking Molly, you know, because yeah. she does have this superiority complex. Oh yeah, and for if, sure. Like all of these kids are, you know, <clears throat> out partying and like, you know, also taking school seriously. Mm-hmm. But like, like what AAA said, she she said like, we don't, uh, the, the school isn't our only oh, thing. Isn't, yeah. Um, and school isn't all we care about. And she also exactly. says, I'm not only really good at hand jobs, but I also got a 1560 on my SAT, <laughs> <laughs> which is a funny line. Um, but like, and then they're like constantly in communication with this Molly character who mm-hmm. just, you know, is class president, just constantly kind of putting off like a, a like you said, like a superiority complex. Yeah. Um, we glossed be, over, I think, a very integral scene of this movie. Oh, yeah. Did we? Because this scene had me dying and I think you relate to why. And that is the pizza car scene. (laughs) (laughs) So me and you were both such a throwaway line. Me and you were both 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 delivery drivers. And this scene could have ended in 10 seconds and it would have been a great scene to me. Right. Yeah. Cause he walks out of the pizza place and he says two half sausage, half cheese pizzas is just one cheese pizza and one sausage pizza. (laughs) 
And I related so hard to that dude in that moment. I was like, this dude gets it. Yeah. This dude gets it. Then the scene becomes the actual scene. And I just thought it's so funny. That scene is so freaking funny. Mm-hmm. And then the, you were talking about like the subverting expectations thing. And he ends up being a plot device right. later to get Amy out of jail. Yeah. So good. So good. How did you like the, the, the conclusion of the movie? The way they used... I think another sort of tropey thing is to end these kinds of movies at graduation with a graduation speech from the main character. You know, that happens a lot in yeah. things. How did you like the way they implemented it? I mean, A, the Jared giving the speech is funny. It's funny. Right. He's like, I am a woman. <laughs> He's just reading um, Molly's speech. Um, and I think... Uh, in the- Down with the male patriarchy. <laughs> Yeah, um, that is funny. Um, but once Molly actually gets up onto the stage, I mean, you're you're seeing the the denouement of her art yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, and you see that like everyone is now behind her. Yeah. Like the student body, like she kisses Jared, and everyone's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, because she's like embraced a more uh, a fun. Mm-hmm. A she says like, "fuck" during her speech, yeah. which is dope. That'd be cool. It would be like imagine if Paul had done that when he gave his speech. <laughs> he was like, if he gave it. that like epic wordy yeah. fucking speech, that fucking eloquent speech. He gave that a he great. Re- it was Paul, a great, shout out to your graduation it's a great speech. Great ass fantastic. speech. Uh, but if you just threw one f bomb in there, it would have been better. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, you know another thing I thought of while we were watching it. What's that? Did you with the character Ryan, who Amy has a crush on, the skateboarding girl? Yeah. Did, when you were watching it, were you like, she should have been in mid nineties? Very. <laughs> it, 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 like I didn't think I was that like, directly. I was like, is that fuck shit's sister? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my god, that's like something. Oh my god, that's like I, it's something that like I thought about but didn't really think about. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't really think about mid nineties, but I was like, this character feels so familiar yeah. to me, and that makes perfect fucking sense. Yep. That like she would totally be yep. fuck shit's older sister. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that's a yeah, yeah, that's a really good. Mm-hmm. All right, I think we could just bounce around talking about stuff from this movie all day because mm-hmm. it's so good. Yeah, the Wait, bot- is there thing that you didn't like. Honestly, I don't think so. Like, there isn't much to not off the like top in this of movie. my head. I can't think. I I think maybe the only reason you wouldn't like this movie is if you're one of those people who is like feminism. Boo. Or something like yeah. that. If you if you hate feminism or women, if you're annoyed by like overly progressive ideologies, you think that you'd be. That's kind more of, of a nice way of putting it. Is feminism overly progressive? Just being like, no, everyone should be equal. I think I think <laughs> that I think that people can put it in that yeah. box, yeah. but I don't no, the, like the there's a, there's a lot of celebration of diversity in this movie, mm-hmm. and if that's if you're the kind of person who isn't down with that, you might not like it. But I think certain people could say that like. Like a collective class not saying they're yeah oh where so going yeah there's there's a the can be overly progressive the reasonable the reasonable way of presenting it that. is like there's a lot of like progressive agenda things and that you can you can you can do a bad job of portraying that mm-hmm. in a movie but they don't in this movie they do a great job well of and it. the thing is like like when people bring up like um, progressive and liberal agendas like this movie does not have an that's agenda. why I put it in quotes this movie does not have an agenda at all like it's just that. It, it, it colors who the characters are. Yeah. Like, it, it colors who, like, 
like what are smart high schoolers yeah. probably talking about and how are they thinking? And they're probably, especially if they're fucking going to school in yeah. LA um, and they're, you know, highly educated, they're, they're probably going to be talking and thinking like this. Yep. Um, Agreed. Yeah. I think the bottom line is go see it. Not enough people are seeing it. it it's not doing super well at the box office. And it, I mean, it, the timing of it, is why release this kind of movie at the beginning of summer when you're, I mean, like I literally saw three movies this weekend mm. and two of them are like blockbusters, yeah. Aladdin and John wick three. This is a weird kind of movie to try to put as a compete with those kinds of things. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you can go check it out, it's better than like, if you're like, Oh man, maybe I'll go see Aladdin this weekend. Don't go see this instead. Aladdin's not bad, but see this instead. But now, like next week, Godzilla comes out. We're rolling, baby. It's yeah, summer. I gotta, I gotta fucking. I'll probably go to the movies tonight. Yeah. Go do double feature at Universal. Like I might I go see Aladdin. Yeah, you can still use the AMC shit. Like twice in one twice day. In day I, you can see all three movies in one day if you want. Fuck yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. I, I went in, watched John Wick three. Went down to Johnny Rockets. Not worth it, by the way. Too expensive. Didn't even get a milkshake because it was too expensive. And I was like, somebody else got a milkshake that I saw, and I was like, that looks fucking. Good. Yeah. And then I went back and I saw Ryan Aladdin. is fuck shit sister. That's so good. That's good. Yeah. That's so good. If if there was like one part of the movie where she where she went they fuck. Look so similar. If she ever went fuck. Shit. shit I would have lost it. <laughs> like the hair, like yep. the faces are fairly yep. similar. Like they talk similarly. Like fuck shit seems more ethnic. Well, he's half black, I think. Yeah. Or at least the way he speaks implies yeah. it. <laughs> um Oh, we haven't talked about what we're doing next week slash next month yet. Surprise spoiler episode next week, guys. We don't know. I don't know what it is yet. Probably Godzilla. Probably one of these summer movies. Uh, Godzilla or Aladdin. We've talked a lot about Aladdin, so we'll probably do an Aladdin episode at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe maybe we'll do a John Wick. Maybe we'll do a John Wick one later. We'll talk about like the trilogy. Yeah. So you have you can watch them both. Because um, they're... Um, they're great. They're so good. One of my favorite um, examples of subtle world building is the John Wick trilogy. I think it's great. Um, yeah. One of those probably. We'll see. Um, yeah. This has been spoilers for Booksmart. Go watch it. Uh, if you want to find Chris on the socials, find him at chrismichaelstott.com. You can read his scripts or on Instagram at chrismichaelstott. Find me, davinwell25, Twitter and Instagram. Find the show, The Chris and Kyle Show, on Facebook, on Instagram, on YouTube, on all podcasting platforms. Like, share, rate, review. Pod on Twitter. We'll put up a new poll this month. We'll, we'll, we'll announce what that is next on uh, Monday's episode. And I think that's it. We out. We out. Stay weird. <laughs>